This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. Enjoying the show each week? Consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash radiomike. You get a bonus podcast every week, The Pat and Mike Show with me and producer Pat. Plus, there's a whole back catalogue of hours and hours of bonus content. Patreon.com slash Radio Mike. If this show is worth a dollar an episode, then sign up, support independent podcasting, support this independent podcaster. And if you can't, rate the podcast five stars on Spotify right now. Okay, now it's time for the show. Today on the show, I'm being cancelled again, this time by the Christians. The Matildas fever is massive in Australia and I love it. Plus, another song that you forgot existed. All that and more on 20th Century Boy, the only podcast that's based on a true story. century boy my name is radio mushroom and this is the inside of my mind oh welcome to the show guys um really glad to be here for another week and uh radio radio mike of course is my name i'm sure you know that but every week on the show as you know if you're a long-term listener of the show and if you're a new time listener welcome but long-term listeners will know each week start the show with a new rm themed name you know it, well, sometimes it's RM themed, like RM Williams for Radio Mike. Sometimes it's just Mike themed, opening it up to just be radio themed, but like Mike themed, you know, like Mike Heart will go on, Mike Chemical Romance. I'm actually, for video viewers on the YouTube, I'm wearing a My Chemical Romance t-shirt this week, which is cool. Um, this week, Radio Mushroom RM themed because huge story at the moment in Melbourne or in, well, I don't know if it's not Melbourne, in Australia around death cat mushrooms. If you haven't heard about it, It, very, very interesting story. We're not a true crime podcast here on 20th Century Boy, but indulge me for a sec. Cause it's like, if you haven't heard of it, I think it is making international headlines, but this woman hosted a dinner party with her ex-husband's mother and father, uncle and auntie and her and her kids cooks them all this mushroom dish which she doesn't eat and doesn't give to her kids but gives to everyone else three of those people who ate the mushrooms died like within 24 hours one is currently fighting for their life in hospital she's denying that she poisoned them essentially but all this weird stuff is coming out like it's going to be a, a Netflix documentary one day this mushroom story, it is destined to be a Netflix documentary. I just saw a new thing. Like, one, she's, like, lied to the police. Like, it's come out that she's lied to the police. Two, the latest news is, like, a painter at her house found, like, satanic messages on the wall of her house, like, that she had written, and she asked him to paint over them. Three, she, like, threw out a dehydrate, like, a mushroom dehydrator that, that day like evidence maybe of what she did. She threw it out and they found it at a tip. This whole thing's fascinating. And then like, they're all saying, well, this guy, the one guy who survived the dinner, who's still alive, but just, he's the key to all of the answers, but he's currently like fighting for his life. He needs a liver transplant. Destined to become a Netflix documentary or like an ABC dramatization. 
This is fascinating stuff. I, I really would love to see. The, like, because it does, It I mean, could be a huge coincidence, could definitely be like a giant coincidence, but also could be like this woman plotted to poison and murder these people. Apparently her husband the year earlier went to hospital with the same symptoms, which makes people think that she tried to poison her husband, her ex-husband last year. But also, yeah, just the fact that she didn't give it to her kids, incredible. If anyone has any insights on this, I find it, I find it absolutely crazy. So yeah, Radio Mushroom in tribute to Australia's biggest story at the moment. Australia's biggest story, of course, aside from the Matildas, but first of all, just a reminder, this is 20th Century Boy, the podcast that is the conversations you wish you were having about the stuff that no one else cares about. And, you know, that's what this podcast is. It's sitting down with me for an hour each week, just having a conversation, a one-sided conversation that you can respond to, radio.mic on Insta, tweet about the show at it's Radio Mike, radiomikepod at gmail.com, wherever you want, comment on videos, whatever you, honestly, it doesn't bother me. However you want to get in touch with me, if, you've, if you're on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Radio Mike, not only do you get the Pat and Mike bonus podcast every Friday, but if you're on the executive producer tier, $20 a month and above, which I think we have four or five people, you just get my phone number. So you can text me. Hey, Mike, great episode this week, shooting you a text from executive producer Damo or whatever, whoever it is. A few follow-up things this week. Um, and, uh, you know, might might be a shorter app, but that, that's cool. I'm liking more like the 40 to 45-minute apps at the moment. First thing I did want to talk about, of course, is the Matildas. Now, I'm recording this on a Wednesday. Tonight, at time of recording, the Matildas are playing in the semifinal. Um, and by the time this is out, they either would have won or lost. So, going to do a choose-your-own-adventure for you guys. If the Matildas did win last night, if you're listening, on the day this this came out, stay here. If the Matildas lost, skip forward 10 seconds. So the Matildas won last night and it was an awesome game. I loved it so much. It was amazing seeing them play. So the Matildas lost last night, really disappointing, but well done to our girls. They played so well. I was really happy to watch them play. And to get that far, to get that traction, just amazing work. Yeah. But that's the thing about doing a podcast. You know, you can't always get all the topical story. This stories. I don't know whether the Matildas are going to win or lose tonight. I will certainly be watching. I really hope we do win. But man, oh man. The Matildas fever is massive. Like this is the, again, like everyone's talking about this here in Australia at the moment, but like I have never been so invested in a sport in my life. And of course I've never been super invested in sports. This is my bigger year of footy this year, but I am so invested in the Matildas. And I think it's such a good thing on, on a, a bunch of levels. One for the sport of soccer, which has always obviously been much smaller than AFL here in Australia for, for good reason. Um, but just for women's sport and for young girls to see like, hey, this is this is how far you can come. I think it's incredible. I think if like it it's just it's just remarkable. I think they play such they play such amazing soccer. They're so incredible at what they do. And it's just the role models and just like, yeah, like I don't know. I think four million people watched the match the other night against um, France, which was incredible, ended in a penalty shootout in which Australia won 7-6. It was just 
the most remarkable sporting thing I've ever seen because the AFL, there was a match between Carlton and Melbourne. Was it Carlton and Melbourne? Carlton and Geelong? So I can't even remember who it was. Carlton and Melbourne, I think it was. Two big teams, both of which are like doing really well in the AFL this year, which I know because it's my big year of footy. And Channel 7, who's broadcasting the soccer and broadcast the footy, and this is Melbourne where Melbourne and Carlton are playing. You know, this is a big game for people in Melbourne especially. They didn't stop the soccer to go to the footy. They kept the soccer running. They also cancelled – like. The soccer ran through the news. They didn't do the news that night on Channel 7, which is huge. Didn't go to the footy, didn't do the news. And, like, there's some amazing footage um, from Triple M. And it's – it's um I might put this in in post. I didn't prepare it. But, you know, Triple M, which commentates the footy live, and, and a bunch of people are at the MCG watching the Melbourne Carlton game but everyone is also at the same time watching the soccer, like on their phones and iPads and stuff. So you've got this stadium full of people to see Melbourne and Carlton play football, but they're also watching the Matildas game. So the entire crowd is like cheering loudly when the Matildas score one of their penalties and the footy players are getting confused on the field because they're like, wait, what? We, we didn't, what? They don't understand that. Well, they do, but like, they're getting confused because they're hearing the crowd roar at the wrong time for the footy match because everyone's actually just watching the Matildas. Remarkable. And this footage from Triple M is when, like, they're calling the footy. And I, this is um, someone I know from work, a work friend, Ethan Meldrum, who's, who, who is the guy speaking in this. He's basically having to call the Matildas game in the footy commentary that's going to air on Triple M because everyone is more interested in that. So I'll put in some audio and some awesome video of that here. It'll have been rolling hard in the last eight weeks, but also live, what's happening? One more time, Choice Hotels around the grounds, Heath. Australia scored this penalty. They're through to the World Cup semi-final. Don't know who's about to take it. I think it's fine. So if they get, if they get this Australia, it's six all at the moment. This is Australia's 10th penalty after France just missed their last one. They get this. They're through to the World Cup semi-final. She's on the runway here. Yes! She starts right yes! and they're through. Unbelievable scenes. The Matildas have won the penalty shootout in the most dramatic of fashions. Oh, I love soccer. <laughs> well, stay alive. They've got a big huddle up in Brisbane. The MCG's been absolutely distraught. The Matildas are through. And live here at the MCG, it's Carlton 139. Melbourne, one goal straight six. Again, I have never seen something like that happen in footy, like the Australian game is being shafted for the Matildas. And I think it's incredible. And so many funny things have come out of that game. Uh, Not the least of which is Barnaby Joyce. Now, if you're not from Australia, which many of you aren't, and and I hope that sometimes you enjoy hearing a bit of Australian pop culture on this show. I do try to keep it broad, but, you know, I can't this week. It's it's all Matildas. And um, Barnaby Joyce, geez, he's a politician. At one point, I believe he was acting prime minister under Scott Morrison's government, our former prime minister. I think so. This guy was like for a brief time in charge of our country. Just a big idiot. Just a big, dumb idiot. Barnaby Joyce is a big, dumb idiot. And he proved it this week. And, and like, this, I've said before on the show, 
It's amazing to me the people who we elect into power, not just in Australia, in the world. Donald Trump. Like, how did that guy, how was that guy in charge of a country? Joe Biden. How? How? Every time I see Joe Biden doing anything, I'm just like, this guy has no idea what's going on. This guy, I don't, I think his brain is running at like, 1% 1% speed as everyone else. He has no idea what's going on. He forgets everything. He can barely string a sentence together. He's completely senile. I do not understand Joe Biden. I do not get it. And then, you know, you've got people like Scott Morrison. You've got people like Barnaby Joyce. Uh, all of these people that you're just like, how did you become the leader of a country? How did you actually get to the point where you're in charge of a country on this planet? Like, is this really the best we have to offer? Anyway, Barnaby Joyce is at the at the local pub watching the the Matildas play France. Except he's not. He's watching the wrong game on Channel 10. It's a friendly between Australia and France that happened like a month ago that ends with Australia winning 1-0. He thinks he's watched the game. He finds out later when everyone else in Australia is talking about a penalty shootout that was nail-bitingly good, right? That he watched the wrong game. And here's him talking about it on TV the next day. Well, I went to the pub and watched them on the weekend, but I think, and you'll see it on the Facebook post, I think we're watching the wrong game. I think they'd put on a repeat because it was on Channel 10. I don't think it was the right one, but because when we finished the <laughs> game, Australia won 1-0 in full time. So we were like, oh, that's good. Still won. Um, <laughs> Barnaby, just to let you know, the Matildas won. I know. It was an incredible penalty, penalty shootout, which we never... We went and had dinner because we thought they'd won 1-0 in that full time. Did you see there was a penalty shootout anyway, like nothing we've seen in men's or no, women's to, soccer? There was no penalty I, shootout I, in the one you watched? I, I had No. Australia just won 1-0. I think it was a previous game. I, it, was the, it was pretty dodgy. Whatever was happening, I think, was pretty dodgy. I don't think they'd paid for their, for their vision or something. Right. But well, anyway... OK, look, so just, if you just life, keep it on Channel 7, Barnaby, that, that'll get you through. I love how he also says it, like he's blaming the pub. He's like, I don't think they'd paid for their vision. It was on free-to-air TV. The entire nation was watching it. Everyone in the country had no trouble figuring it out. Incredible. Like the fact that no one was like, hey, I don't think this is the right game. Like everyone else is talking about something completely different. Like it's just just remarkable. I, I, I cannot believe it. I I cannot believe it. Also, I I didn't play the Sting, but you know it's obviously Mike's bigger year of footy, which is to do with AFL. But it, the bigger year of footy never specifies which football code the footy refers to. So this is completely applicable for Mike's bigger year of footy, right? Now, the other thing is there was this other hilarious thing that that sort of went viral, which I just I think it's so funny. There was a it, it, I'm, I don't know the details of the flight. I should have looked it up. There is vision of a plane in which like everybody on the plane is watching the Matildas game on the back of the seats, right? Everyone's got the Matildas playing. It's all synced up except for one person on the plane who is watching the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and it stands out like a sore thumb. It's like, 
there's literally like 30 seats you can see in front of you that are all playing the Matildas. It's all in sync except this one guy where you can just see Gandalf talking to Frodo. And it's like, why are you the only person on this plane not watching it? Just get into it, mate. I thought that was so funny. It, it's incredible. But yeah, this is just the most I've ever been into a sport. And like the Matildas, I'm just... I think our whole nation is just so proud and so stoked with what they're achieving, what they're doing. And, and yeah, I really hope it's a win tonight. By the time you're listening, you'll know, I'll know, but um, fingers crossed. In the meantime, I've, um, I've just been, yeah, still just getting ready for my trip. I realize it's been a big countdown, but we're finally like three weeks away. I, uh, I bought an iPad. I don't know why. I was just like, Sorry, I'm just trying to show it to the camera. I bought this iPad. It was on special. And going to put it out to the listeners. Just help me out a bit. Because, uh, like, as you know, I'm trying to, like, I, I, I've, as I said in, the, in one of the recent episodes, I've never been on a um, long-haul flight. So I'm just sort of like, oh, I don't know what to expect. Am I going to be super bored? I just need to have unlimited options of stuff to do when I'm on the plane. And, like, I've always been, um, like, a Kindle guy. I've got a Kindle. But realised on iPad, and this obviously isn't an ad for iPad, but, like, you can just put book... You can, you can use it as an e-reader. So, first of all, it's replaced my, uh, it's replaced my Kindle. You just put books on it. But also, there's this app called Panels, and you can just put comic books on it. So, I've just loaded my... I've loaded my iPad up with comic books that I've always wanted to read in hopes that like when I'm on the plane, I'll be like, all right, got nothing to do. Going to put some comics on. I downloaded a bunch of the um, Simpsons comics and Futurama comics because I'm like, oh, I've always wanted to read those, but I just like never had time. And just stuff like that, different manga, like the One Piece manga, I want to give a give a read. Um, some of like the um, Dragon Ball manga, and a bunch of other stuff. So any recommendations for comic books or like graphic novels, um, let me know. Like I've got a bunch of Spider-Man stuff, just stuff I can flick through on the plane while I'm bored. Stuff like that would be sick. 20th Century Boy will be right back. We interrupt this broadcast to... Podca- broadcast? It's a podcast, Mike. Sorry, guys. Uh, we in- Okay, I'm just going to get into it. You can watch clips and catch up on moments from this show over on the YouTube channel, just type in Radio Mike. We are growing, so get on that train. Plus, of course, the Patreon, which I have already plugged. I do not have to do that again. Plus, the Instagram page for the pod, at TCBpod. Plus, my Instagram, at Radio.Mike. Make sure you stay in touch with everything I'm doing. I mean, I'm going to be going on holiday soon, so you are going to be wanting to see all the shit I'm doing in Disneyland and other shit like that. Make sure you follow me and help out the show. Support independent podcasting. Go and listen to my other podcast, Harry Potter and the Boys. That's all the plugs I can think of at the moment. Let's get on with the podcast. Okay, here it is. Let's stop talking like this and see. I'm being cancelled again. Uh, Concurrently, I'm being cancelled twice at the moment. Um, And I say cancelled, you know. You know, I just I just mean people are pissed off at me on the on the internet, which I find hilarious. 
I mean, if this was five years ago, I would have been terrified and I would have quit the podcast. But now I just, like, once, it is a very liberating feeling to just stop giving a shit about anything. Like, I'm just like, I don't care. I'm just putting up what I think's funny. I do not care how people react. Now, of course, the, the first ongoing cancellation is for all of the Michael Jackson stuff I've said, um, which I'm not going to get into again. New cancellation, which I did wonder if it would if it would uh, get if I'd get cancelled for it. Last week on the show, I mentioned that Futurama is better than Jesus because it's resurrected from the dead three times. Jesus has only resurrected from the dead one time, and I've had an influx of Christians just like really pissed off at me about it. People people are just really angry that. In, in an obvious joke, I've compared the animated sitcom Futurama to uh, to the um, to the the non-animated Messiah Jesus Christ, <laughs> and like some of these some of these comments are amazing. What do we get here? Um, uh, what do we got? I probably should have prepared this a bit, but you know, you know, blasphemy. The intro be disrespectful. Um, what else we got? Did bro really just compare a TV show to Jesus? Jesus, Christ is way clear of any show. <laughs> and then I replied, Jesus died for your sins. And this guy says, I know, and I love him. <laughs> uh, bro just spouted blasphemy for Futurama. Uh Bro said it was better than Jesus. Bro getting sent straight to hell. And then I said, see you there. And this guy goes, whoa. (laughs) Then someone said, this is just sad. Do you have any respect for Christianity? I said, no, I I really don't. (laughs) Don't you dare mock Jesus. Ain't no way that this piece of shit compared Jesus to a fucking TV show. Ain't no way you disrespect Michael Jackson and then say someone is better than Jesus. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. Anyway, I did want to... Um, There's a segment that I, I did a few times back in the day. I can't even remember when. And I, I always love trolling through all of the segment openers of this show and being like, when could I bring something back? And I, I think it's finally time <laughs> to bring back this segment. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the dumbest comment I received all week. And we've got a huge fuckwit tonight. Here's your host, Radio Mike. Hello, welcome to the dumbest (laughs) comments I've received all week. This just made me laugh so much because like, you know, it just, to me, this epitomizes the lack of any intelligence in the internet comments because you know as i've explained already and and a few people have commented correctly like i am comparing futurama the animated television series to jesus christ the man who allegedly was the son of god and (laughs) this this guy i'm not even gonna say this guy's name but he uh he's he commented on the on the tiktok and he says this and just the, the key point, the key part to remember as I read his comment is that I, I am talking about the animated sitcom created by Matt Groening and David X. Cohen, Futurama. He says this. Did this guy you're talking about heal people? 
Did he turn water into wine? Did he feed 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fish? No. <laughs> well, no, he do. Guys, I'm not talking about a guy. I'm talking about Futurama, the animated sitcom created by Matt Groening and David X. Cohen. That is the dumbest comment I've received all week. When you 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 must have seen the video of me talking about Futurama, but then you you thought I was talking about an individual guy, or you just didn't watch the video and jumped on a bandwagon because you're like this person's mocking Jesus. Anyway, one of the some of the dumbest shit I've uh, I've ever seen. If you listen to the Pat and Mike show or Harry Potter and the Boys, you would already have heard of my brand new project that I'm working on. I'm making a list of everyone that I have ever met in my life. That's right. I am making a list of everyone that I have ever met in my life. And and it's hard. I'm up to about 1,400 people. And, you know, there's definitely heaps more people that that can go on the list. And it's a, it's a constant work in pro, pro, progress. Every time you meet someone new, you've got to add them to the list. And, you know, I'm really enjoying it. It's a fun process. <laughs> it's just a stupid thing to do. Um, and it's interesting because, first of all, if I've met you listening, please reach out to me. That's your job for this week. Just send me a message. Hey, Mike, we met. It was here. We talked about this. You might not remember, but because because I don't remember meeting all of you, but you probably would, right? Um and you have to be on the list because I've met you. But there's also people who like either like you don't even know their first or surnames, but you remember the interaction with them and they have to go on the list. So I just don't put any names, but I describe where I met them. Right. But then there's people that you remember, like you don't know their surname and there's no way of ever finding it. Like he, like this is an example of someone on my list that, I don't think I will ever find his true identity, right? So he's in the top 500 people. His name is Takahiro (laughs) and he was a Japanese exchange student at my primary school when I was in grade three and maybe grade four. And he he got us to watch um, Princess Mononoke, the Studio Ghibli film, in class once. I remember that. His name's Takahiro. So I guess like Takahiro, in the off chance that you listen to this show and you, in circa 2003 or four, you were working as like a a student teacher at Sacred Heart Primary School in Kew, (laughs) then (laughs) please reach out and tell me your surname. You are on my list. I do remember you. But and you played Princess Mononoke for us in class, but I would love to find your surname so I can add it to the list. Because, yeah, someone did reach out to me on Insta and she was like, hey, Mike, I met you at Ruben Solo's comedy festival show earlier in the year. Um, and I was like, oh, I do not remember you. She's like, oh, here's a photo. And sure enough, like there's a photo of me and her. And I'm like, I have absolutely no memory of this being taken, of meeting you, but... Yeah, sure. Cool. You're on the list because there's evidence that I have met her. So yeah, I'm just, it's just going to be a work in progress. I'm hoping to get to about 2000 people, you know, but I'm sure the list would be 10,000. Like it's, you know, it's going to start getting, because the rule is if I remember 
the interaction with them, whether I know their first and surname or not, if I remember an interaction with them, then they're on the list. So it's like guy who helped me at the airport when I was trying to figure out if I had to check my luggage or not when I was flying to Sydney last year to record Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project. I don't know that guy's name. I never will, but he should be on the list, right? Or I don't know, guy who, girl who came up to me at the airport and said, are you Mike from Hamish and Andy? I was like, yes. I, she, she's on the list. She has to be on the list, but I don't know her name. You know, stuff like that. Stuff where it's like, I'm never going to figure out these people's names, but they have to be on the list because I have met them. Another update from last week. Uh, and I think we're going to make this sort of one of these. All the Ryan's that you sent in. This is uh, where I read out stuff. That, this is a bit, bit of a mailbag segment. This came in from one of our favourite listeners, one of my favourite listeners, and one of our most, you know, interacting with the show listeners, which I encourage you to do, by the way. You guys really help build the show. Like, if you ever have any questions, comments, concerns, queries, complaints, compliments, um, insults, anything you want me to talk about, anything you want, any questions you have, anything at all that you want me to talk about, like, hey, Mike, I saw this story in the news. Can you give your take on that or anything like that? Please write in radiomikepod at gmail.com or wherever. You guys help build the show. Some weeks it's easier to come up with content ideas than others. Some weeks, like this week I struggled a bit. Like I was like, oh, there's not a huge amount of stuff around. But if you guys send stuff in, send comments and stuff, it helps me build a show each week. So please do that. Um, This one comes in from Radio Ryan Adams, our uh, 50-something-year-old listener from Denver, Colorado. Denver sucks ass. Um, And it's in relation to last week in which I talked about the – Post Malone song Socialite in which he makes a reference to Shrek. Just played the slow-mo version instead of the proper version, but that's okay. You guys get it, especially if you listened last week. Now, I made the... uh, I do realise after a lot of comments online and stuff and from this message in particular from Ryan Adams that I made a... I did make a glaring sort of omission of something quite obvious. And that was that um, I thought when, she, when he says calling me Shrek, cause she, calling her Shrek, cause she got a donkey. I kind of went down the route of like, if you've seen the show, we can be heroes with Phil Olivetti, the character who's like, Oh, they call me donkey down at the station. Donkey being a donkey dick, a big dick. A lot of people, including radio Ryan Adams kind of, showed me how wrong I was. Uh, Mike, you need to go back and listen to this week's podcast. What Shrek movie has donkey inside Shrek? I think that might be something you saw on the internet. I have never heard someone refer to a large penis as a donkey in the US. If a woman has a nice backside, she has an ass. Ass is another word for donkey. So when Post Malone calls someone Shrek because they have a donkey... He's saying they have a nice ass. Have fun on your trip. Radio Ryan Adams from Denver, Colorado. Yeah, I, I do think that's right. I don't know why I went <laughs> went the other way with it. I also asked people, please, uh, please write in if you have ever heard another song that mentions Shrek. And um, 
got a message in from Radio Ben, who is the uh, the mastermind behind the theme music for the show. And he says, hey, mate, he, he lives in Chile. He says, hey, mate, check out this Chilean hit. And it mentions Shrek. I'll put some of the audio in here of the song. But I will say it's a little bit hard to, to hear, but I will put it in anyway. So I'm going to butcher the Spanish, but it says, Tu eres mi reina, mi nalgona, yo tu Shrek, tu mi Fiona. And Ben has kindly translated, You're my queen, my big ass girl, I'm your Shrek, you my Fiona. <laughs> So there is another song out there that that references Shrek. You're my queen, my big-ass girl. The song's called Regalona by Young Sister, C-I-S-T-E-R. So you go, any other songs that reference Shrek, send them in, guys. (laughs) I'd love to hear them. Two more quick things for the pod this week. Uh, All of you would know that I love Pokemon. Big Pokemon boy. Loves, loves the pocket monsters, you know, you know, if there's a monster in my pocket, I'm happy. No, that's not, that's weird. Um, so Pokemon, of course, every few years they, they release a new batch of Pokemon, you know, maybe another 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, a hundred new Pokemon, whatever. And now they do, you know, just to keep it simple, they do like variants of old Pokemon. For example, like, oh, there's like, there's a Pokemon called, um, I don't know, like, uh, Vulpix. And in the original Vulpix was like a fire type Fox Pokemon. It was like fire. And then like in one of the recent ones, they're like, now there's ice Vulpix. It's Vulpix, but it's like ice. It's white instead of red, blah, blah, blah. You you get it. Right. And a lot of old school Pokemon fans will know the Pokemon Diglett, um, who's like a little mole head that pokes out of the ground. They, they did a new version of Diglett in the new one called Wiglet, which is like a, a white a white sort of mole thing that pokes out of the ground that's much longer than Diglett. And I implore you to Google this because often, and if you've been to the Pokemon Center in Tokyo, they make plushes of every Pokemon. And I think the theory is every Pokemon is someone's favorite Pokemon. So there's just a plush of every single Pokemon at the Pokemon store. I've got one just up here. You can't see it, but it's, you know, I bought Squirtle when I was over there. That's straight from Japan. They've just released a new batch of uh, plush toys of the Pokemon, including a plush for Wiglet, the new Pokemon. And can I just say, I believe that Pokemon has just released an officially branded Pokemon dildo. I don't say that lightly, but if you look at the plush toy for the new Pokemon Wiglet, it is hard to argue that this could not be used as a dildo. (laughs) I know this is hard because you can't see it, but right now, I don't care where you're listening, I want you to look up Wiglet plush toy on Google right? Everyone on the internet's talking about this. It looks like a dick. It just looks like, I'm going to hold it up to the camera. This is, this is what it is. If you can see this, 
It's literally, it even has like a pink tip, like like a penis. It just, like, maybe is it too, it would, I don't know if it would be too soft to use it as, as a dildo. Also, it's it's probably made of like cotton, which I don't think would be a good material to put inside you. You know, dildos are, I think, more made of like rubber and silicone. Cotton would get a bit damp, especially if you're really fired up. But love it that that Pokemon have, have, you know, embraced the sex toy market. You know, I think it's great that they've, you know, they're not just for kids anymore, Pokemon. Adults can love them too in every way. And uh, really happy for this new, <laughs> this new Wiglet doll. Hey, we haven't done what We don't do this as often anymore, but I, I, uh, I rediscovered a classic and I needed to, sh- I needed to share it with you guys with this. It's Radio Mike's Songs You Forgot Existed. Oh, I forgot about that song. Again, have have had this segment uh, compared a bit to Hamish and Andy's Tell Us Someone You Haven't Thought Of in a while. The idea is I it's a bit it's a bit of the opposite because on that one listeners call in to tell them, but on this one I play you a song that you haven't that you forgot existed. And it's like I think we're always trying to figure out it's it's one where when I play it and when you hear it you go oh yeah that song I did forget about that song right like oh I haven't heard that in ages I really forgot about this and I rediscovered one this week classic song and I am going to say to international listeners if you weren't in Australia or New Zealand in like 2007 I think it's unlikely you would have heard this song. It's it's by a New Zealand band and this song was huge in Australia. See if you can pick it now before I even play it, but I think it was number 1 in Australia and I loved it. It's a great it is a classic. It's an awesome song. Um so without further ado, let's do this. All right, everyone, time for another song you forgot existed. This time I'm taking you back to, like, 2007 with this absolutely classic song that I almost guarantee you forgot existed. Ready to hear it? All right, let's spin it. Surrounding You by Evermore. Boy, oh boy, did I forget that that song existed. Light Surrounding You by Evermore. Such a good song. Because I see the light surrounding you. Is there anyone outside of Australia and New Zealand that knows that? Because I don't think it would have been big anywhere else in the world, but I could be wrong. Would love to know. Um, Hey, let's finish up with one of these bad boys. The plug. Uh, I'm on the Hamish and Andy pod this week in a fun segment that I thought was quite funny. So go and listen to that. As always, Two Guys, One Cup, an AFL adjacent podcast with Will Anderson and Charlie Clawson. Each week I do my segment on the bigger year of footy, which is a lot of fun. And I really enjoy Harry Potter and the boys running as always. And uh, the Pat and Mike show over on Patreon. Again, I'm going to end the show by plugging Pat and Mike show. Patreon.com slash Radio Mike. There is hours of content there. Um, if you like the show each week, if you listen, consider paying a dollar an episode. That's four dollars a month. Like it makes it, it makes it really, um, it really helps. Basically, you know, again, independent podcasts 
all in-house produced, all of it's done here, all of it's done by me or Pat. And uh, yeah, I just think it would be, it would be great to have a few more supporters on there, help us grow, share the pod with your friends, rate it on Spotify. All of that stuff really helps us out. So yeah, if you haven't done that yet, please consider it. Uh, and that's about it for this week. I will see you next week or tomorrow on Pat and Mike or Tuesday on Harry Potter and the Boys if you're a Radio Mike completionist. My name's been Radio Mike and um, I guess this has been like the inside of my mind or some shit. I don't know. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of 20th Century Boy. If you like what you hear each week and you get to the end and you're like, wow, I could wish I could listen to more of Mike, then head to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Radio Mike. Pat and Mike shows up tomorrow. And there's a bunch in the back catalogue for you to listen to. If you want more of me, go and sign up. Rate this podcast five stars on Spotify. And if you can, go and listen to Harry Potter and the Boys as well. It's my fan fiction podcast that I wrote when I was 13. Lots of Mike content to go around and I'd love for you to consume all of it. Mm, Get me inside you, in your ears specifically. Nowhere else, just your ears. Thanks, guys. This podcast was a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to check out all our other content. Stay up to date at radio.mike on Instagram and get in touch, radiomikepod at gmail.com.